Good morning, you little fuckers. Welcome to the Four Seasons Podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. Not hold that kind on, of fucking podcast, on. bro. Slow down. Control podcast. your hormones. <laughs> yeah, calm down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what up, everybody? Hey, welcome in. Um, Mike Bato, Nick, welcome into Four Seasons. This is Four Seasons Podcast. Um, we would like to introduce everybody in here to one of our special podcasts that we're starting. No matter what's going to happen and no matter what we're going to talk about, this is going to be a life-changing experience, not only for us, but for everybody out there listening. Um, my co-host, Mike, Bato, Nick, you guys want to say some words? Go ahead. I guess I'll go first. Hey, uh, I'm happy to be here. Uh, I think all of us has uh, a different background, different experience when it comes to our walk of life, when it comes to relationships and things that men go through. And I'm definitely excited to get on the ball with this and address some issues or concerns or talk to people and bring forth the awareness of what goes through our minds. And why we think, why the way we think when it comes to these certain topics are very sensitive to um, our counterparts out there. So this is going to be exciting. I'm definitely excited to be here with you guys because uh, the brotherhood is real. You know what I'm saying? Especially if we stick together and, and, and we back each other when it comes to certain aspects. And and the end goal is to, to help us on this journey with our mental health and, you know, have a better understanding of what we all go through. I'm really, I'm really happy and grateful to be here, guys. I'm happy that we're starting this community as, as bros. You know, um, this could be a bigger brotherhood. I know that we'll be able to help a lot of men that are going through it right now that feel like they don't have a voice or feel like they're always overloaded to have a voice and nobody wants to hear, nobody wants to listen. So I feel like we're bringing a platform where we're going to be able to share how we get through that, how we grew through that, and then hopefully bring in some guests that will also be able to speak more on different subjects. Nick? Hey, everybody. Welcome in. I just want to say welcome in. Thank you for joining us. Um, it's going to be a good ride. So hang on tight. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Nicholas or Nick whatever you want to call me um you can call me whatever you want actually that really don't matter it don't matter to me um very well yeah yeah <laughs> well well it depends on what you call me okay easy if you know me you know me but um super excited to do this this is something that uh is going to really touch home i think for me and each one of these guys there's a lot of struggles that men go through that we don't we don't feel comfortable talking about sometimes. Um, right. Even even here recording this, you know, you feel you can feel a little apprehensive about opening up about yourself to, you know, let alone three other individuals. But however many of you decided to join us for this. But I'm excited to jump into it, and I appreciate every one of you for uh, the support and being here. That's right. This is what we're all about. Uh, once again, welcome into Four Seasons. I was about to give another one out. Um, <laughs> welcome into Four Seasons once again. 
I'm over here thinking of mine. Um, most of the most of the time that we're we're going to be in here, we're going to be talking about different kind of topics. Obviously, um, relationship, life goals, um, meditation. Stuff. We, you know, it, this this whole podcast is going to go from A to C, and and we don't cover your Z's, then we're not covering the right topic. Um, everybody's going to be welcome in to ask questions, comments, ask us personal questions if you want. Are we going to answer them? Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. But at the end of the day, we're here to give our experience, our lifestyle, hear other people's experience, their lifestyle, and talk about some crazy-ass topics. You know, some of the topics that we're going to be talking about are toxicity. You know, not not only females being toxic, but us as men being toxic. We're going to be talking about... Um, how, how long is uh, the talking stage, according to all of us? We, you know, obviously, with somebody in here, <laughs> one of us is not into the talking stage anymore because he has a ring on it already. But there's three <laughs> of us in here. I said there's three of us. <laughs> oh, my bad. Hey, okay. don't, don't hey, 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 hey. The way things are going, the way things are going, there's only about to be two. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so for uh, now. There's only one with a ring, but that's usually what we're going to go about. Um, you guys have any other topics that we're going to talk about or that you guys want to give a sneak peek to these people out here? Nick? Even when you got that ring, you still don't end that talking stage. You still got to have that talking stage. You still got to court her. You still got to cater like you did to get her to wear that ring so oh yeah bro look, 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 look. Getting, that, getting, that, getting into that a relationship ring. is the easy part bro keeping the relationship <laughs> is the fucking hard part Absolutely. do you know do you guys know Absolutely. notice that only time when a relationship's in trouble is when the woman's unhappy do you ever notice that Ooh. no I, I based off most experience i've been into relationships I've been, it's always the, the relationships always jeopardize or in jeopardy when the woman's unhappy and never when the man's unhappy. Usually yeah, when the man's unhappy, it's, it's they always turn the cheek or, you know, I'm not saying this for everybody, but majority of the case that uh, most of us men deal with, it's that's been the case, you know, and how do we adjust to that? You know, right. what's the answers to that type of relationship? You know, how can we bounce back? And, and like you said, uh, Continue to court them, right? Keep continue to be the romantic. Continue to be that that man that you need to be in a relationship to maintain that happiness. But you know, one thing that bothers me is is you guys always hear this concept of happy wife, happy life, happy girl, happy you know all this situation, but it's never happy us, happy life. You know, right? Where do we get our play in this? You know, where do we get our foundation in this? And it gets frustrating after a while. So. Mm -hmm. You know, bro, as a as a married man, uh, I can say something about that because the the very beginning of our of our relationship was the concept of happy wife, happy life, and then eventually you do become a, a miserable man, you know, because you're constantly thinking about other people. You're not allowed to be depressed. You're not allowed to have anxiety. You're not allowed to show emotions that are going to damage the marriage further. But one thing that I can say that I appreciate about Annie is eventually that concept went from happy wife, happy life to happy spouse, happy house. And that's one of the things that I can say is for anybody getting into a relationship, 
Like make sure that 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 becomes a thing. That make sure that that becomes a concept because both of you, both of us, should be happy. Like that. That's why we started everything because there was all those hormones. We were at first you're writing hormones, and then later on you got to find a way when those hormones balance out. You got to find a way to make it happen without without all those hormones. I mean that's just not not to say that it's not a hundred percent true. A lot of people live their life with that concept and they will never shift from that happy wife happy life concept yeah. i think uh i think maybe a lot of men sometimes become let me find the good word for to use for this i don't want to ruffle any feathers but i'll ruffle um, them ruffle them just just the beginning um <clears throat> I I think that a lot of men figure out a way to downplay themselves to keep their spouse happy. Okay, tuck away, tuck away your feelings about certain things. It's never, it's never, hey. Are you doing okay? Is everything okay? Is there anything that we need to speak about? It's always what what am I what can I do for you? Is there anything else that you need? And that's that's typically the way it's always been, you know. If you look back, if you look back, it's always been the man as the, the provider the the healer the comforter right but there's no real there's no wrong with that concept though you know that's how we are that's how we were bred yeah it is there is nothing wrong with it yeah but until what point you know it's not wrong until it becomes wrong it becomes wrong when you start to lose yourself as a man you start to lose yeah. your 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 way of being yeah yeah if you can't if you can't be if you can't be the solid support that you need to be as a man then you can't how can how can you help anybody else if you can't help yourself exactly if you start if you start getting cracks in yourself where do you where do you go with that what happens to something that cracks? It eventually keeps cracking, breaking more until. And you don't want that. You definitely don't want that. Yes. So what would be the solution for that then? What would be the um the avenue, the best way to approach that type of situation, being in a relationship where the man is unhappy, but he's running out of gas, he's running out of fuel, right? What do we need to do in order to make sure that our spouse or partner understands what's going on without, I don't know, seeming weak or seeming vulnerable, right? Because that's the number one thing is a lot of the, when these women, they want a strong man. And the moment they see weakness, some, but not all, women see that as, you know, an issue, you know, um, 
there's only a few women out there that understand the mental capacity or the, the emotional state of what it means to be a man in today's society, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, those are good women. Those are the women that hold down. They, 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 they ride and die, right? But Yeah. Those are the women that are not trying to be men, bro. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm with saying. The, like, with their a, lot being, of, yeah. a lot of these women want to be independent and in, in being in a relationship or benefit, be independent, but benefit uh, being in a relationship, being with a conservative or traditional type man, but yet they still want to act like a man. That's where mm-hmm. we struggle. And, uh, you know, I made a joke on one of my TikTok about, you know, the, the smoke detector, right? You got all these women that's like, oh, I want, I'm, I'm this independent. I don't need no man. But their they're, they're smoke detector is chirping constantly. Like, if you're independent, why don't you go change your own damn smoke detector? But they'll be the first one to tell a man to change it for Like, I don't get it. And that's just the small scale of certain things that we, we run into. Um, now I'm not saying all women are like that. I'm just saying just there's some women out there that just they're delusional or they're living this reality where, you know, I don't know. They just, they want everything. They deserve everything, but they don't understand that they have to work for it. Or when it comes to the relationship, the both the emotional and the physical state, it's 50, 50. None of this whole hundred percent, you get whatever you get and what you deserve, but you're not giving anything back. Um, I tell you, I struggle with a lot, a lot of that shit. Uh, Giving, 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 and only getting bare minimum back. Yep. And I think a lot. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you're good. I think a lot of men can attest from that. You know, you give, you give your all, and you get maybe even half back if you're lucky. Like I'm not saying. Like I'm not saying. Like I'm not saying that that they need to. Well, yeah, you know what? Yeah, they do. You do have to keep the same energy. I feel like for everything, for everything to be smooth, you need to keep the same energy. You both need to be at the same level, constantly pushing each other, helping each other, uplifting each other. That it it goes a long way because this goes back. This goes back to how do you repair? A man when he's breaking. A man gives a hundred and ten percent every single time. And his say say for instance, his spouse, his girlfriend, whatever she is to him, is only giving back the bare minimum, half of what he's doing. It becomes exhausting. It's always give, give, give. We're not saying we need, we're not saying that a woman needs to give more, but at least let's, let's try to stay equal. You get, everybody wants to be, everybody wants to be equal. Let's stay on that equal level to keep going, push forward. It's constant work and it never stops. And I think people get to a certain point sometimes where they stop. I mean, even even people that have been married know, like the like the easy part is getting them. The hardest yeah. part is keep is keeping somebody married. You got to keep each other happy. It's not. It's 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 a more than just you know 
it's gotta be yeah it's just gotta be equal i'm i'm all i'm all for i'm all for the equal like people start losing steam and then i think when you lose steam that's where your troubles lie yeah that's crazy I don't know. I, I definitely think that that it's that you should be equal, bro, within your roles. You know, everybody has a role. Um, I know that. Touching on everything that you just said, we want these ladies to know that everything that he just described is what a real man does. So before I hear any ladies complain about now nah, that. The man hurt me. The man did this. Yeah, that's probably true. But some of those men at one point were with a woman that did not value the energy that that man gave to that woman. And when he found the next woman, he wanted to give her that same amount of energy. Didn't work out again. So then now they found somebody and there's complacement there. And they, they're, they're not going to give you that until you can prove that you're going to be different than the other women that have been involved. Yeah, this usually goes back to like the stalking stage. Learn, learn who you're talking to, learn the person. Don't just jump into a relationship and think the grass is greener on the other side. Because nobody knows if the grass is greener on the other side until you start watering it. Anybody, anybody who knows anybody who knows anything about grass knows that maintenance keeps your grass green. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it green, green lawn. <laughs> but it's rare to find that in California. Yeah. If, if, you just, if you just paint that grass green, that's not really going to bring the solution. Yeah, because you're just covering all the pain. Yeah. So what if you have fake grass? <laughs> <laughs> we do not want to go to the fake grass topic right now. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I have I have fake I have fake grass. <laughs> some of those so, like fake grass. You guys want me to send you guys some grass? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you uh, have snow over there. <laughs> your, your grass is covered with snow. <laughs> I got only fake grass. Only few here in Texas, but you know we'll, I'm trying to make it work out. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll say this though. Underneath all that snow, the grass is still green. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I, think can, I think you can take that and, and make that a concept, bro. The ice, the the green, the 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 grass is gonna be green underneath the ice, and ice is stress. So if you're yeah. able to work through your stress, you'll be able to maintain everything the way that it needs to be. And the only way that you guys will do that as a relationship is if, if you do it together. Right. You know, Mike, you said earlier about vulnerability. Like women, we want to know, do you like men that are vulnerable? Because there's a difference between, like, my wife loves me to be vulnerable. Does she want me to be, uh, there's different levels of vulnerability, right? Every guy understands that. But women, yeah. we, we want to know, do you prefer men to be vulnerable? Or do you want them to be the type that just isolate every time that there's a problem and that they just say, I'll fix it? Like, do you want... Do you want to be a part of the fixing conversation? Do you want to be a part of the process? Or do you prefer for the man to take on the stress and go do it all? 
right. think that's what damages a lot of relationships is, you know, they're, they're, I, I, I saw this saying the other day, guys. Let's see what you guys think about this. Behind every successful man, there's a woman that helped him become successful. But behind every man that's failing or is damaged, there's also a woman pushing him in that direction. I would believe that was maybe maybe the 1990s and 1980s, all the way down to the 1950s. But in today's society, no. Because most women find themselves wanting a man who is successful before they even start dating. And that is true. Because look at yeah. the you, you look at all the social media platforms and all these TikToks and IGs and all what what it they do surveys. These guys will do surveys outside the clubs and say, What type of man are you looking for? Blah blah blah. What's the number one thing they say? I want a man with six figures, I want a man who has his shit together, I want a man that has all his ducks in a row. And that's what they're looking for. Now, yeah. you know, and, and I know some women are going to say, well, that's not all of us. Okay, that's true. But that's what we see. That's what us men see on social media constantly mm-hmm. every single day. The whole, I don't want Cheesecake Factory. I, I want a man that takes men. And this woman don't even have a freaking job, right? <laughs> but she wants all this stuff. But that's the mindset of majority <laughs> of the women in today's society. They want a man that has all his ducks in a row. They don't want to grow with them, you know, physically and emotionally and financially. They want all that stuff before they get married. They want they all that the, stuff. They don't want the struggle. Yeah, they, they don't, don't want, want to work that for struggle. it. And that, and they, that want goes... a man, they want a man that's going to support their OnlyFans. That's what they want. Those, <laughs> those, women, those women you're talking about, Mike, that's what they want. <laughs> and, that, and that goes back to the and that goes back to what I said when I was talking about equal. Like you, it's it's okay to have expectations, mm-hmm. but make sure make sure you bring the same thing to the table right. with your expectations. If you want a man that has that makes six figures, that's great. If you're a successful woman, I won't even say successful because success is defined in so many ways. Like you have your own way, you have your own vision of success, but you need to bring to the table. It's what you bring to the table as well. It's fine to have expectations. If you're a successful woman who has a six-figure salary, all everything aligned, and you need a man that meets that caliber, that goes back to the being the equal part of it. That's another equal. It's building a dynasty together, man. A dynasty is more than monetary. It's more than, than, you know, materialistic. It's, it's just having that understanding of what, what do we both bring to the table? If money and materials were gone today, what do we bring to the table to rebuild? What Ooh. values does she hold? What values do I hold? And how can we work our values together? Exactly. Oh, that's going to be a crazy one. Well, here, here's the, the reasons for why most marriages don't freaking work out. Okay. Um, according to Forbes, lack of commitment, 75%. That's why most divorces happen, lack of commitment. Then you got 60% infidelity or uh, affairs. Uh, 58% divorces ended with too much conflict and arguing. Getting married too young, which is at 45%. Financial problems, because we're talking about finances, right? 
Financial problems, 37%. Fifth one. Right. And then you got substance abuse is 35%. Lack of uh, support from the family is 18%. And uh, God, that that has to be a huge one because, you know, no one wants to go into a marriage with no support with the family. But you got to understand mm -hmm. that sometimes people take that too seriously. Like they listen to their family members over their spouse. Exactly. So. Yeah, it's it usually that ends in not a good situation. And then like 17% is health problems. Religious differences is 13%. And uh, premarital pre uh, education, 13%. So financial problems, 37%, right? Uh, and that's all we see. That's all we see is a woman wants to be fin a financial carried. Uh, and most guys that these women seek out, are in the beginning stages of their careers or beginning stages of their uh, their life when it comes to building a foundation of being the type of man they want to be. Mm -hmm. But it's hard. It's hard because then, again, you go back to how women portray themselves on social media. And, yeah. and you know, this whole, like, for example, I brought up as a joke in one of my past relationships, hey, you know what? Let's do a... a call that that thing you sign before you get married prenup prenup yeah i brought that up and that caused an argument it caused an argument and saying oh well you don't trust me you don't really love me i was like yo honestly i was just joking but damn since we're on the topic <laughs> i was like why you get upset right uh then i find out that she was in debt like well, a lot of debt and i'm like ah oh, that makes sense um but the whole thing was like, it's always about finances. And I remember I did TikTok. Oh no, I was on a live and I on, on TikTok and I said, one of the questions was like, what's your preference in a woman? And I said, financial stable. Being financially stable is a preference of mine because that's what's expected out of me. Oh man, the whole live went it rough. All the women were like, well, what happens if it's a single mother? What happens if blah, blah, blah? I was like, I don't have a problem with a single mother. I'm dating a single mother. You know, I have a problem with that. But are you financially stable? You having kids is not an excuse why you're not financially, you know, stable. So yeah, of course that that whole that whole life took a turn, and I became the bad guy. I'm like, oh my god, all because I said I just want my woman to be financially stable. <sighs> so financial problems is a huge one, especially for divorce. And I had that conversation with Adrian. I was like, look, well, yeah, I just want to make sure we're both on the same page. So if we do six months, a year from now, we, we do tie the knot or, you know, we get married. I want to make sure we bring enough to the table that we can support each other, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think at the end of the day, you both have to have, like, look, this is the way I see it. Because Nick said it earlier, everybody's growing. Like when Annie's growing, it motivates me. There's like a like like a competition there, like a like a good competition. Like okay, she's growing exactly. now. I want to grow grow some more, and mm -hmm. vice versa. If if you don't have at least two to three goals in common, relationship's not gonna work. Right. She's gonna have her goals. You're gonna have your goals. But then it's like we get together and we're like, what matches? Or what goals can we create together? If that's traveling, if it's doing something together as a couple, whatever it might be, that's that's kind of the 
everything that you mentioned also i'm pointing i forgot that anyways anything everything that mike mentioned see i'm used to this whole TikTok pointing at people thing everything that mike mentioned is always a lack of communication yeah yeah well, even, even finances is a lack of communication where am i putting the money that i'm making hold on before we keep going there bye for those of you that are listening and he said about pointing, we're actually on a video chat call right now and we're all in different boxes. So him pointing at the wrong box on my view, it looks crazy. <laughs> yeah, so. my, bad. my bad. It was actually, it's actually the right box for me. That's the crazy part. So I was like, <laughs> so for some of us, it doesn't work. For some of us, it does, but I'm up here. I just cut wanted that to out. cut you off there. <laughs> but talking talking back on that topic right i i was i've been talking to a couple of people when i talk to them and, I, and i've always told them they've always asked me what's your goal or how do you see yourself in a couple of years and i was like look for me to make this relationship work i'd rather have you be successful because i know you're there already i'm gonna push you to your limit because i know that once i get you there you'll do the same thing for me now, would it happen? Who knows? But my goal is if I can get you there and you can see how much I'm putting into this, are you really, are you really not going to help me out after everything I did? And it'll be vice versa. If somebody comes up to me and be like, look, Mosca, I want, I want to help you out with your career. I want to help you become that EMT you always wanted to become or become that registered nurse you always wanted to become. If I can get there, Oh, you bet your ass off. I'm getting you wherever you want to go now. Because once we built that uh, foundation, once we built that. I don't know, how is it that I tell them? Once we built that fucking story that we wanted to build, we're, we're set. See, Mosca, just, just one of the things, though, like that I'll say about that is just kind of like the terminology and I think this is what happens in a lot of relationships the the terminology that we use you know that that if I make it that if I make it and it's not like to say anything about what you said but this is what I this is what I speak to a lot of the younger people when they come to me and Annie and they, and they ask us for advice we say watch your terminology like you have to have the mindset of I'm going to make it with or without this person right. but that whole if 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 I make it, then I'm going to help you. Or if you make it, then you help me. You know, the, the terminology that speak that people speak into each other, it's going to hit that subconscious mind. And it's going to be like, there's going to be a moment of no reassurance there. Like, oh, okay, so if he doesn't make it, now I'm going to get no support. And I'm just saying that because all these young people come to Annie and myself. And they always ask us, how did you make it? How did you work through these hardships? How did you work through that? What like, what would you do different if you could restart everything? And I think just the terminology has a big impact. Like, sure, we don't want to be let down. Nobody wants to be let down. Right. But we have to have a mindset of, it's it, like, I'm doing it for me before anybody else. And when I get there, that person's also going to make it with me. All right. I don't know if that even makes sense, but it just kind of just with just kind of prompted that I needed to kind of share that with you guys. Just being with Annie for 14 years almost. 
Yeah, that's a long time. That's a long time. Uh, that's a long time to be together. So uh, I commend you for that, and congratulations for that because um, I'm not up to date with the stats on uh, marriages, but uh, <laughs> these days, these days, I know that uh, I know that a lot of marriages don't make it like that, and yep. um, I feel like. I want, I, you know, I hate to do it because I use, obviously I use social media, but I feel like social media is a real dampener towards your relationship. I think it gives you, I think it gives you false hope and because you see people from, you see people all over the world. You see people that you would have never seen before. Say, for instance, you were stuck, you were stuck where you live. Okay. And you had, and that was, and that was your pool that you had to choose from. Okay. How would that look for you right now? I feel attacked. <laughs> no, 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 This isn't, this isn't, this isn't to be, this isn't to be attacked, but this goes back, okay? Because say, for instance, I'm going to use my I'm going to use my grandparents, okay? My grandparents were married for over sixty years until they until they died, okay? I miss my grandparents every single day, but they took because they didn't have social media. There wasn't there wasn't so and so over here, you know, sliding into so and so's DMs to. To try to get his attention. Were there other females around? Probably. Was my grandpa maybe tempted at some point? Maybe. But I feel like social media brings up more opportunity. Before, if they had a problem, they worked it out. Now, this goes back to the grass being greener on the other side. If it's if it's not green at your house... You're going to go ahead and jump over here to so-and-so's house to see what it's like over there. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So are you saying social media can be a problem? It can absolutely be a problem. To a certain point, yes. I mean, what, what values do you have, though? What values does she have? Uh, if a guy jumps in the DMs, it's her job to curb him. Right. It's her, jo it's her job to keep it respectful. Right. But, you know but, that, but saying that seeing is seeing is, you know, being married to you for you being married for 14 years. I'm sure you guys have had your trials and tribulations over that time. You've had your, you've had your, you've had your, your weak moments. Um, I don't know if you have or not. Um, that's not something we've ever, we've ever talked about, but you know, everybody has, everybody has their problems, but now it seems like most people don't want to work the problems out. They don't, they don't have that drive to work problems out, to keep it going, to keep it strong. Like if you find something that's wrong, you want to, obviously you want to fix it. But now most people, most people don't though. They're just like, you know what? I don't, I'm, I'm tired of you. Okay. And I, I think, uh, I think it, uh, the account, the, um, it, it took out social media has really made people unaccountable to their actions. Yeah. 
I look at I, I kind of agree with you, Nick, when it comes to some people will want to give up so easily. But I don't think I don't think that applies to everybody. Um, we're talking about men, right? We're talking about how, how our thought process and how we go along with certain aspects of a relationship when it comes mm-hmm. to dealing with certain issues, negative issues that come into the relationship. I can speak from personal experience that in my last relationship, I gave 110 percent. And he knows, and you know, no that, pointing. Oh, everybody knows that uh, <laughs> that when stuff when stuff became sour or the grass became dry, I was the one with watering that shit. Right? Cool. It wasn't yeah. so much of me giving up. It was, and this is how I, I I put it down. A guy like me, I won't quit just like that. I will mm-hmm. give you. The chance after chance is a process for me to fall out of love. I'm in, especially if I'm in love with you, I will keep, I will continue to try to work yes. out the relationship. Mm-hmm. But men like me, we sit there and we, we identify a problem and we try to address it and we give you an opportunity to fix it. If it comes to a point where three, six months pass and I say, you know what? White flag as a white flag. That's not me giving up. That's me being done with this shit. That's mm-hmm. me not being in love with you. I have love for you at that point, but I'm not in love right. with you anymore. And communication is there. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you six months out. Like, look it. I'm not happy. This is the reasons why. Either we need to work or compromise or do something to change. If you want to derail and change the direction of this train, because the train keeps going down its track, it's going to derail and it's going to be tip over or explode or whatever it's going to crash right so a lot of people a lot of women will look at that oh don't worry they'll change the subject or they'll do something they'll change for like two weeks and then they'll go back to themselves mm-hmm. so it's not so much of not many people want to you know they just don't want to deal with that shit i go into a relationship you know what a couple divorces under my belt a lot of failed relationships. I know what I want. I know what I'm looking for. And that's how most guys think. They they go into these relationships. They're like, I don't want to deal with that same shit that I deal with in the past. And the perception, most people say, well, you know, you, if you get into a new relationship, you have to go through the trials. You have to go through all that stuff. And, you know, all the negative stuff that comes in a relationship. You got to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why do I have to deal with that? Why can I find somebody that has the same mindset as me, that has been through all those trials, know exactly what goes in a relationship. They know how to be in a successful relationship. Why can't you just have a good relationship with all that negative shit in the past or in the, in the past relationships? Yeah. And I think what the problem is, is most people, they get out of a shitty relationship and they get into a new relationship, bring all those same problems, whether it's them doing it or them dealing with it. And then they'll sit there and be like, well, this is this is how relationships are. No, this is not how relationships are. You, you learn from a past relationship. You can do a relationship. You, you apply everything that you learn on what to do in, in a relationship, whether it's with the mental, physical mindset, and you can have a good relationship. Seriously. And people always want to fall back on it. So I don't know. Uh, that's just my mindset. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of guys out there that have that mindset that just don't want to deal with that bullshit, especially this whole toxic stuff that we deal with now today when it comes to our opposition uh it's just so, a bad bitch culture 
You know, the humble bad, the, the, I'm a bad bitch culture. You know, I, I boss think, baby. I think, no, yeah. I mean, I, I personally don't have a problem with boss ladies, man, because my wife is I a don't. boss lady. My wife is a go-getter, you know, but the whole bad bitch culture, as soon as my wife, somebody's like, oh, your wife's a bad bitch, she'll be like, fuck, no, I'm not. <laughs> you know, because at the end of the day, boss bitches are working for somebody, you know? <laughs> and, and, oops. <laughs> <laughs> every every everybody works for somebody. Yeah. yeah. Just remember, Except if you have your own business, if you have your own business, you still pay taxes. It is what it is. So so yeah, you're you're yeah yeah exactly. Yeah, you're never gonna escape that one. You'll I, I always be. For, you'll always be. Yes. I work for the government. But what I will say, I will encourage you to start your own business because I pay way less taxes now than I did when I. Anyways, yeah. just putting it out there for the young people starting in life. So, so, so that, so going back to um, saying about like boss bitches, okay? Like I'm all, like I'm all for having uh, a partner who's extremely successful. Great. Um, I'm I'm glad for you. I'm glad for you. I will support you 110% in whatever endeavor that you choose to choose to go on or if you're working to get there. That's that's amazing. Um I'm not one of those guys that's uh typically gets their ego hurt by a woman who maybe potentially makes more than them. I I really don't care because when it comes down to it, I don't get I don't get with a woman because of her financial status. Right. I'm with you because I want to be with you, not because I need anything from you. The only thing that I need from you are the things that I would expect in the relationship. And money is not one of them. I have my own money. I support I can support myself. I can support my children. You know. It's do you guys does that is that something that is that something that bugs you guys does uh does a woman making more than you does that does that you know get under your skin does that have, because there's a lot of there's a lot of men out there there's a lot of men out there that that bugs and i don't know if it's because they feel less manly but i would i would consider myself a, a pretty traditional husband you know other than the fact that I I don't like comfort. I don't like being in the comfort zone. I don't like Annie being in the comfort zone. And if that means creating and making more and executing and doing more and working harder, that's what it means. I, I personally would love it. Would love it if Annie continues in her journey and you know, out earned me. It's like I said earlier, it's like a competition, like a healthy competition. She mm -hmm. has a certain amount of income. It motivates me to want to go make more, not to one up, not to not to do any of that. But just because I know that it's all going to go to the same bank account because we share bank accounts. I'll be it's honest, I think it's. Oh, sorry about it. Sorry about it. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, bro. No, it's just that most guys or the reason why some guys, not all guys, because I, I, I agree, we all agree that we don't care if our woman makes more of us. Right. But for those men that do, 
it, it, it makes them feel uncomfortable because there's in their mind they're raised to be the breadwinner they're raised to be the forefront of the family they're raised to be the type of one hey you're always going to take care of your woman sometimes i've been told that as a, as a young young kid that yeah, you're yeah. Old, when you grow up you're going to take yeah. care of your woman when you grow up you're going to work hard blah 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 so so everything that we've been told and kind of molded into the young men that we need to be right and mm-hmm. but again it, it's just it's for those minute guys that do have a problem with that it, it's the insecurity it feels they feel emasculated mm-hmm. by a female that makes more money and I don't know, maybe it's the insecurity, the idea of like, damn, she really doesn't need me. Who knows, right? I think yeah. that's how most people, most of those guys will feel. But I do agree with you, Nick. I, I don't care. I don't care if you, if my partner makes more money than me. Uh, as long as we are both healthy, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, I think that makes a good relationship. Yeah. I really do. Hell yeah. yeah. I want to be a stay-at-home husband. <laughs> I'll cook clean shit. I'll do all the work. <laughs> Will you wear an apron too? I'll wear an apron and nothing but boxers, if anything, or just an apron and one sock. It's all that matters. Like, just make sure it's nice. to be waiting at the front door. <laughs> I'll take your shoes off as soon as you walk in. Shit, I really don't give a shit how how much money you make. If you make more than I do, hey, fuck it. I'm here to support you. We're here to support each other. I you support the household. I support the house. Uh, this is and, 2024. This is what y'all ladies wanted. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. I heard when something that you said. How you said a man maybe feels um, like a woman doesn't need him. Yeah, that's that's. I think my my view. Okay. This is the way I feel. My feeling is is that I don't need I don't need anybody. It's if I have somebody, it's because I want that person there, not because I need them. I don't need that person for anything. If I have people in my life, it's because I want the people in my life, not because yeah. I need them. It's not. It's not. Okay, why do I have you here? What can I benefit from you? If anything, if anything, the only thing that I need from a person is your positivity yep. and and your and your and your friendship. I don't need any I don't need anything else. I don't need I don't need anybody's I don't need anybody's money. Um if you make good food, I will eat that, but Hey, if she doesn't need you for your financial stability, bro, that is not that is not going to end well. Well, this yep. goes back. This goes back to the very beginning when he was talking about when he was talking about how um, the expectations. Like, I need a man that makes six figures. Don't Damn. your 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 expectations? You, it's fine to have expectations, okay? But I think a lot of people's expectations. Are unrealistic and they need to they need to be able to reach the same table if they want to sit at it right. I was, remember how i brought that six-figure thing okay so it was a interview a street interview right mm-hmm. and it was this um 
guy that was doing, he was like, hey, what, 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 what is your ideal man, right? And this lady, obviously, she's drunk. And on a scale, on a scale, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there to give you guys a setting. She's like a one out of a ten, okay? But she was like, I need my man to make six figures to provide for me. I'm like, who, who won? I don't know anybody that would provide six figures unless it's feeding you because she was very, <laughs> but she was drunk, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I have so many negative dots on that, but at the end of the day, like, it, like I said, they live in this reality where they want all these good qualities out of a man, but yeah. they don't understand that what they bring to the table and what they bring into a relationship brings the good quality as a couple. Yes. Because then we're not talking about, you, uh, I think it was Vato, he was talking about you want to grow in a relationship. You want to grow in a foundation. You want to grow. Don't I, I don't mind doing that. I don't mind growing with somebody. But that's that's not today's society. That's not what most people are looking for. Most people are looking for stability. They're looking for right. someone to bring peace to them financially and personally, right? So it's just one of those things where we live in that reality where if we find that type of relationship, good on you. If we find that type of woman, good on you. But that's that's, that's rare to come by. It's really rare. Hell, look it. I'm from California. Guess where I'm at right now? In Texas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and, and, and it's because of social media that helped me with that. You know, because if yeah. it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't have found my girl. So at the end of the day, it's just one of those things where all these things that wind in when it comes to what we bring to the table. Those are our good point of view. Some, Yeah, it's rare to find somebody that has those same point of views, those same um, aspirations when it comes to being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what a lot of men struggle on because they can't find women like that because of what social media shows us on it's a double-edged sword social media mm. is a double-edged sword so mm. sometimes it's good for you and sometimes it's not but i think that's why a lot of men struggle including some of us gentlemen in these boxes we we struggle with finding the right <coughs> to who we are and what we bring to the table and what our expectations out of relationship is so we're uh we're probably coming up to that to that mark huh mosca uh, yeah, I was I was about to get there. Um, I was about to say, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is exactly what you're going to expect. Um, as you guys noticed, our conversation made a left turn, came back to the came back came came back to the main topic, and then we literally made a hard left turn again. So most of our topics are going to be like that. Most of our conversations are going to be like that. Um, we will have special guests coming in here and trying to put us back in our spot because I know some women out there are going to say you guys are all wrong, e even though most of the time we're going to be right. But <laughs> like, like Mike said, I mean, some some dudes are going to think that about us too that we're wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're not here to please everybody, right? Uh, yeah, I love simps. So, so get ready, get get ready for this roller coaster because this roller coaster is going to be a good one. Um, 
most of our episodes are going to come out on Tuesday. As we all agreed, episodes will be coming out on Tuesday morning. Uh, don't know exactly the time, but they will be coming out. Uh, I, I suggest 9 o'clock in the morning, so get ready. 9 Pacific o'clock Standard Pacific time. Standard Time. So Cali time, everyone. Um, also, we will be doing um, live review podcasts, which would we still haven't thought about of a day, but we're getting ready to bring hosts in here. Uh, not actually in here in a podcast, but on TikTok Live. So we have a page called Four Seasons, SE4, the number four seasons. Um, we'll, we'll be spreading these out. Uh, once again, we'll be bringing one guest at a time if they have any questions, comments, concerns, and we'll talk about it. But get ready because this topic just opened a bunch of doors for all of us and uh, hope you guys are ready for those comments. And on that note, do you guys have any last words, any last comments, any last goodbyes? Coming for you, Sam. I'd just like to say real quick, <laughs> if if anybody heard something here, and just make sure that you comment. That way we can write it down on our list of topics. That way we can have more conversations like this. And that's all I have to say. Exactly. And you guys all have us on TikTok. Don't forget, Mosca, Mike. Lato, Nick, go ahead, Nick. And I would like to end by saying that I am not coming at women. I'm not coming at men for your the way that you choose to live your life or how you f- want to feel. I mean, if if the shoe fits, wear it. Like if I touched on something so far that upset you, um. You can tell somebody about it. You don't have to tell me about it because I really don't give a shit because these are my views. This is the way that I live my life. Um, This is just, you're getting my standpoint on everything. Am I open to discussion and to hear your voice of reason? Absolutely. So that note, I appreciate everybody watching. Thank you. Make sure you Mike. comment. Let us know if we if we uh, if we upset you. <laughs> Look at it. I, you don't have to comment. I'm, 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 I'm being devil's advocate. I don't give a shit what anybody says. You can disagree with me. My job <laughs> is to point out certain things that are wrong with today's society when it comes to relationships and how guys think and how women think. So it's not just women. I'm coming after everybody. Simps and these. These women that think they want everything, but don't, they deserve everything, but they don't want to give anything back. So, yeah. like Nick says, if your shoe fit, fits, wear it. And a lot of you guys are wearing the same fucking shoes that I'm pointing out. So, mm-hmm. be an average size shoe. Damn. <laughs> shots, shots fired. Shots have been fired, ladies and gentlemen. On that note, y'all have a wonderful day. Y'all stay blessed. See you guys on the next episode. We're out. Peace.